you know, we all have plans, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of planners. And one thing I've learned after my, my life being hard and going through difficult times over and over again is no matter how good I think my plan is, his is better. And I've learned to trust that really. I mean, I used to just trust it in words, but now I trust it from the bottom of my heart. But what if you did have plans? You did have goals. You had things that you wanted to accomplish. You thought you were on your on the, the road to doing and accomplishing, and, and now things are just at a standstill with no real understanding of what tomorrow will bring. What should we be doing, and where should we be putting our energy right now in this time? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to show you the five ways to refocus your original goals during a crisis. This is exactly what I'm doing. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. It's felt so good this week to get on live a couple times and talk to so many of you. And even some of you, I had my, my, my first guest to personally jump on and talk with me on a live and Instagram. That was really, really amazing. So thank you so much for all of you who are our loyal listeners regularly from, gosh, maybe over almost 40 countries now. And I want to say just really thank you so much for coming time and time again to sit here with us in the space and to kind of gravitate towards one another and try to make sense of a lot of things that all of us are going through. And in this time, you know, it's when it's there's so many uncertain times, I want to tell you that so many of you have been reaching out to me with your personal issues. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting me with those things. And um, I'm trying to get back to all the DMs as fast as possible. Um, my inbox is flooded, but I love it. And I love talking to all of you. Please keep continuing to reach out to me. Um, a lot of you have been asking me if I have um, hourly times and slots where I do talk to women. I definitely have uh, 15 minute slots where if you have something in your mind, you really just want somebody to talk to and bounce some ideas off of somebody about something, I'm here for you. Maybe I'll put that in the show notes below. Please don't hesitate to reach out. So yeah, this is a podcast where we talk about all things um, for, for Muslims and things we're going through in modern times, all types of topics, parenting. Um, I do homeschool. I'm a homeschooler, but mostly things like relationships, career, um, life hacks, organization, you name it, we go through it, we cover it. So today, um, you know, it's, it's a bonus episode, mostly because I have something that I normally do at this time of year, right before Ramadan. If you watch my YouTube video where I'm like, the, I even said it a couple podcasts back, like the month before Ramadan, I am in gear. I'm prepping hard. Like I'm organizing my life. I'm, I'm rolling a million samosas. <laughs> I don't have to, or samosa, however you call it in your country. I don't have to stand in the kitchen all day long in Ramadan. I'm reorganizing my kitchen. I'm I'm reorganizing my life. I'm taking care of all types of errands. I'm running around, last minute dental appointments, last minute um, shopping errands, getting every possible distraction out of my way so I can accept Ramadan with open arms and complete focus. Guess what? That is not is what <laughs> that is not what's happening right now at all. With the COVID-19 crisis, I'm on lockdown like everyone else. For those of you who don't know, I'm um, podcasting from New York City, which is the highest cases. We have the highest cases of COVID-19 in the world. Yeah, we always wanted to be the first. We always wanted to be the best in New York City. Well, I guess we got it. So at this point, we are not allowed to leave our homes for most of the day. And um, yes, while we can go out to do a bit of shopping here and there, the majority of people are not working. And um, even I went to the bank today 
And it took three different banks for me just to get to one that had an actual lobby that was open. Now the banks are becoming like drive throughs They don't even want people inside. Okay, so the current crisis can have many of us wondering what to do with our original goals and plans. But, um, you know, let's not just abandon our previous plan and then just have this open, uncertain new thing. So I'm going to show you what to do instead. I'm going to show you exactly what I'm doing right now with my personal spiritual family goals, everything. So the first, um, the first piece of advice, number one, I want to give you is rejoice. And I hopefully, let me see if I can be cute about this. Yeah, I'm going to give you five R's just to keep it solid. Five R's of advice. The first one is R, rejoice. You know, you might have recently achieved a goal right before this whole thing happened. And let's not not celebrate the good things that are happening in your life and the good things that are happening in my life during this time. For many of us, we're like, oh gosh, you know, um, job uncertainty, money, what's going on with my college, what's going on with with my um, upcoming engagement or whatever you're going through. But the truth is these might seem like negative things happening in your life, but there are also many positive things. First of all, let's all rejoice for the fact that we're not sick right now if we're not. And and let's make dua for the people who are sick for them to be better. But we have our health, our family is, is, is that is with us. Some of you might be separated from your family. That's the negative, right? But the positive is there are beautiful people right next to you every day. Now, you might feel totally stressed out by those people, as cute as they are and as little as they are, or as maybe if they're older people that are stressing you out. But the truth is, alhamdulillah, there is good. And are we recognizing that good and starting our day with gratitude? I have a podcast on journaling and feeling better and, and getting out of your emotional feelings um, by journaling. It's way early. I want to say it's probably somewhere between podcast zero and 50. Um, but I also have a blog on it. And um, I didn't do a YouTube on it yet, but inshallah it. But yeah, gratitude really is a game changer. And I think I did a podcast on a call about gratitude, maybe just not even maybe 10 podcasts back really helps you. So if you're really struggling with your emotions right now, leaning on gratitude, leaning on journaling for your emotions, definitely, definitely helpful. Number two, recommit. And this is a big one. When you are struggling with your goal and you don't want to abandon it completely, right? Um, you might have originally said, you know, before this is all going to happen in Ramadan, I was going to do such and such. So your why is always one of the most important things. It's the thing that is going to push you through the hard times. So for example, it's really funny, like right before this happened, I was remaking goals for myself for 2020 and um I said for myself okay one of the things I want to do is I want to spend more time with the kids and because we were having such a busy schedule we had recently moved we had a whole bunch of different things happening in our life it wasn't allowing me to have full focus on my kids is the way I normally do and I felt that strain and I made a commitment that I was going to sit with my kids every day consistently totally just undivided attention no devices are around nothing just me them and raw silence like we're just going to be together and I had to punch it in for like 30 minutes a day because I knew I could commit to that I want I'm not some days don't get me wrong I'm doing an hour with them or two hours but I put for myself something I knew that was highly highly doable which was 30 minutes now the irony is with the whole COVID thing, I have a lot more than 30 minutes. <laughs> I have a lot more than two hours. I have so much time that I have to now figure out what to do with all that time with them. By the way, tomorrow, which is Tuesday, the 31st, New York time, 
1 30 again like like eastern standard time i am going to be doing a live maybe i'll put the zoom id down there uh with women we're going to be talking all about like what it's like to be home with our families so especially if you have children it'll be a good one i'll be giving you some advice but yeah definitely join us for the live would love to see you there and would love to chat with you about all that's going on in our homes and a lot of women have been requesting it and this is actually something even outside of my podcast community i'm working with um the muslim american society they actually invited me to come do this um throughout their platform as well so please do join us for tomorrow if you want to talk more about that but the why is really important right now so i had to say to myself okay so i wasn't planning on having this much time with my kids it's a little bit too much time to the point where I actually can't work on other things I need to work on because they're just always here, right? And because their school is, it's, it's just a different situation right now with everybody. Um, but at the same time, because usually, I mean, like we'd go outside of the house, we'd have play dates, we'd go to the park, like we're literally restricted. So there still is that situation. So I said, okay, but what was my why? Like, why did I even put that 30 minutes a day down? Why was that important to me? So one thing I want to say, as you are recommitting to whatever your original goal is, I want you to start thinking about why you even have that goal in your life. Why is it that I want to graduate from this university? Is it only because your parents want you to be an engineer or a doctor or a physical therapist or whatever it is? Is that your only reason? I mean, should you not have your own real reason? So what I'm going to say is you go back to your why. I was thinking that... I know these are really, really important times when your child is going to remember. The one thing I know about kids is they really remember who spent time with them. They really do. I want you to think about it. Even if you don't have kids right now, even if you're just like a teenager, I want you to think about the, those people in your life that meant the most to you. It's the people that gave you their time. For a lot of people, it's like their grandparents because their grandparents um, grandparents have tons of time, right? <laughs> They're not working anymore. They're not doing anything. They have tons of time. So um, I really wanted them to know I love them. And I really wanted to know that they were important to me and that I gave them time. And I gave them time consistently because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the consistency most. So that was really important to me. So that's why I did it. So now when I have all this extra time, instead of like being like, oh, I have so much time with them and I'm just never by myself like I usually am. I said, you know what? I asked for this time. I wanted them to know I love them. And this is just Allah giving me an additional opportunity every day, more and more of a chance to answer to that why and and to accomplish that goal. And so you have to just kind of refocus on it and just get back to the why. So whatever it was that you were trying to do, I want you to ask yourself why. And then once you've thought of the why, you're just going to try to find a way to recommit to it. Okay, even though you might not be able to accomplish that goal, like I was going to do, I was going to read like 30 books by this date, but now I can't because I have to help my mom in the house because of this and this happens and I can only read 10. Don't abandon the goal completely. Think, how can I revise it? How can I recommit and revise it? Okay, which goes into number three, revise it (laughs) because because two and three are connected. All right, so this is what I'm doing to revise my goals right now. Okay, so if you can't pursue a goal as written exactly the way it was, try revising it. It might be something as simple as the due date. So, for example, if you put in your mind, like, um, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in, you know, two more weeks. I was supposed to finish losing my 10 pounds. But now I'm sitting on the couch all day eating Cheetos and watching Netflix because I don't know what to do with myself and I can't go outside. I know a lot of people right now who are gaining weight because they're just eating more, right? Okay, so you're not crazy if that's what you're doing. A lot of people are doing that. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's happening. So 
maybe you need to just say, okay, one, I'm going to try to be a little bit more conscious of what I'm going to put in my mouth since I know I'm going to eat more. So when I go to the store to grocery shop this week for whatever stuff I have to pick up, I'm just going to say, I know I'm going to be eating a lot. So let me make sure I have healthier choices around me. And then maybe the other revision I'm going to be doing, because like you're being realistic about it. Okay. We're not like, oh, I'm just going to keep on track or I'm going to totally abandon it. Let me just eat the whole bag of Cheetos. Like what's the point? Like we're not going to do these extreme measures. Okay. Instead, you're going to maybe revise like what you're eating every day because you realize you're going to eat more or two, you're just going to change the due date. You're going to be like easy on yourself. Instead of, you know, finishing that goal in two weeks, you're going to be like, look, I'm going to just give it to myself a month or or a month and a half and I'm just going to take it slow. Right now, I'm just going to try not to gain any more weight, but I'm going to be realistic that if I'm not outside exercising as much as I usually am and I'm inside eating more, do the math. Um, I know I'm not going to be like, you know, knocking the weight off. If that's just, I'm just making an example of something you're supposed to do. So just think of how can you tweak it? How can you adjust it? How can you revise it? It might be in how much, it might be in the due date um, or any other aspect. You may be able to preserve that achievement even in a slight way or in a different way. So I just wanted to say that that's what I'm doing right now with a lot of my goals. Um, You know, there's different things that I wanted to achieve. For example, let me give you Ramadan. So right now I'm usually in Ramadan full gear. I've usually made like two batches of samosa, like three batches of cookies because I freeze a lot of things. You're going to see in my ultimate Ramadan uh, preparation video that I'm going to put out. But I didn't put it out yet because I feel like everybody's still a little uncertain about Ramadan. You're going to see I'm going to keep doing podcasts about Ramadan because to be honest, guys, I planned all these things for you and I feel like they could really benefit you. But I'm also not going to pretend like what we're not going through, what we're going through isn't happening. So I've been injecting and inserting all these bonus episodes you're going to see. And sometimes I might even call people in and do some interviews with some of you that have spoken to me because I really want to hear what you have to say and I want other people to hear what you're saying. Like for example, I recently reached out to some students that I really, really want them in this time. I want their voices, like what's going on with students? How are they feeling right now? Whether you're in high school or in college or whatever, how is it affecting you in your homes, in your life, in your life plans? And so things like that. So yeah, just revising uh, the best I can. And so right now with Ramadan, I am just being easy on myself. I haven't completely given up on the goal of prep, but I am also aware that these ty- this situation has brought up other things that I now have to do that are more urgent than my original goals. So I'm striking a balance. I am definitely still preparing. I'm I'm cleaning less, like organizing less, but I'm still organizing because I'm spreading my energy and my attention and my time out across multiple things that I normally wouldn't be doing. Okay, number four, replace. If a goal, now let's pretend I tried to salvage that goal. I really did. I wanted to keep doing whatever, but it involves me to do something outside of the house. Um, Let's say I was in college and I had to finish my labs, but I'm not in the lab and the lab is closed. Obviously, there's there's certain situations you just got to put that goal on pause. So if a goal simply isn't working out, the word I'm going to give you now is replace. So number four is replace. So number one was rejoice. Number two was recommit. Get that why on. Number three is try to save the goal. Revise it. Number four is if you can't revise it, you've done all you could replace it. If a goal simply doesn't work right now, just try replacing it with a similar goal. Something similar, if you could, in the same life domain. So for example, um, if you were doing something with your career and now your career is on hold, 
right? Because you can't work right now. But let's pretend your career is something you're super into. Let's say you're in the fashion industry and it's something you're really into. Well, right now, guess what? You have a ton of time to start doing some research so that when you do get back into your career, game on. You have so much knowledge and information and you have just um, really geared up to be in the conversation and be on top of whatever's happening right now. I'm just giving you an example. So my point is you can use this time to do some researching or or something like that. So just try to replace the goal with the same domain. If it was about spirituality, then keep it spiritual. So for example, if you were going to, um, you know, do some learning, uh, in the Quran and you're going to do this and that now, maybe you can do some other type of learning with the Quran, but still try to keep it in the same, um, domain of spirituality, um, family and relationships or career, whatever. And the last one, five is remove. Some goals may not be relevant during this crisis, if your current resources or priorities make a goal completely obsolete, just delete it. These are your goals. They're not someone else's goals. See, that's the cool thing about goals is we're creating our own goals. These are ours. It's our life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us free will and choice. Of course, obviously, we're going to try to make all of our goals Islam-centered because we are people who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and appreciate and understand exactly why this opportunity is here. But at the same time, we do want to be super realistic. So there might be something you just have to remove out of your life right now. It just really is not going to work. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like for example, people right now, they had businesses where they were doing um, like entertainment events. Or you're planning a huge event at your college right now. Are you going to do some big thing at work with your coworkers? Obviously that's not going to happen right now. Yes, you can delay it. You can try to revise it. You can try to replace it. But you, it might have passed now. That ship might have sailed. That time might have passed. You were supposed to do something. Now obviously it's never going to happen. So you just remove it and that's life and you know what that part about the removing part is sometimes when you have to completely remove it you feel really upset you feel like that's not fair I was gonna do that thing I was gonna make that goal I was gonna get myself here I was gonna do you start getting to this like poor me stuff and what I want to say is that everything Allah gives us is a gift and I'm going to give you an example. Like even right now, people who are dying, we feel so sad for them. But if they're Muslim, right, they're dying in a very high state, in the state of, of, uh, of the shaheed. And so subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this. It's a mercy. This whole thing right now is a mercy. It's giving us so much time. You know, everybody's saying quarantine, uh, a.k.a. Quran time. Like it's not a joke. Like really, Ramadan's going to be here, guys. And what I want to say in closing is, one thing I want to remind everybody is some things I'm hearing a lot of sisters saying. Right before Ramadan, I want you to be aware of this, and I'm always aware, and I remind my children I'm like a broken record. I'm like that mom that's just like, oh gosh, here she goes again. Yeah, with this one I do, because I think everybody needs to hear it because we forget. Right before Ramadan, shaitan, he always plants a seed. He always plants a seed. He makes you get angry and mad and fight with somebody right before Ramadan. We're all in close, close quarters right now. We're like breathing on top of each other all day long and guess what after a while even people who love each other are going to get a little bit annoyed with each other so sometimes like that happens and that becomes the thing that distracts us the whole ramadan oh i have to look at her face all ramadan Ugh, please and then it's not for allah where you get into this mode whatever negative thing you're going through right now try to get rid of it try to forgive people maybe i'll even do one on that i'm forgiving one another because i know that's probably stuff's going on right now right but the truth is don't let it distract you Whatever's happening in your life right now, don't let it distract you from your bigger goal, right? Taqwa.
we're going to get taqwa in Ramadan. We're going to try, inshallah, bismillah. And if you haven't already, by the way, get on the list. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff. And I want you to be a part of it. I really, really feel like so positive about this experience as bad as it is. Because I feel like it's going to force us to face our demons. It's going to force us to actually take a look at ourselves. It's going to force us to spend time with ourselves in times maybe we couldn't before. That might actually be the biggest blessing ever. And you know what? This one imam, I just want to give you one last reminder. He gave me hope with something he reminded me the other day. So one thing that's really close to my heart, like a goal that I have every Ramadan, is to pray tarawih in the masjid. You might have heard me speak about this before. I pray tarawih all the time in the masjid. I love that. That is my barakah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting so much reward because Allah told me we can. With true niya, standing with my brothers and sisters, obviously behind my brothers, not, not next to them. But you know what I mean? Like, um, to get this reward for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To hear I have to stay in the house, as much as I know praying in the house is good and all this stuff, it's not the Ramadan spirit. It made me a little sad. I'm going to be honest. And so what happened was, the sheikh said, you can, you can pray in your house with the niya of tarawih, and you can pray, but obviously you've got to do everything you're supposed to do. Like even atikaf, he said if we were blocked from making atikaf, and we would have made atikaf in the masjid, then he uh, said we could do it. And make the niya inside, but obviously you have to do the same things you would have done in the masjid. Now, Allahu alam, you know, like, but at the same time, I want to tell you that gave me hope because I was like, yes, I forgot. Allah knows what we're going through. He knows we would have wanted to do that good deed. Like the person who would have gone to like walk across the street to save someone's life, but then they got hit by a car. Allah is so merciful. He gives us the reward of that deed, even if we couldn't accomplish it, if we died before we tried to accomplish it. You know what I mean? It's that mercy. I I don't know why sometimes we forget. So I have this super duper plan. This is my revision plan. I'm going to tell you my secret. Maybe I'll film some of it during Ramadan and share. Since I told you guys, I'm going to bring you in my house behind the scenes a lot more in this time in Ramadan. Um, and check out, I'm going to have some IG stories out lately about what I'm going to do, especially this week, um, kind of what's going on and my thoughts in, in my house. But um, yeah, so I have this cool plan. We are going to be eating outside every night that it's good. We've already agreed. We have our couches out there. We have our new table that just came out. And we're going to be putting a a big uh, prayer mat. And we're going to pray in the grass under the stars. And that's our goal. You know what? We're going to pray outside as a family as long as the weather is good with the fresh air in our lungs in our backyard now some people don't have a backyard they have an apartment i guess you can't do that but my point is you look at your current situation and you say how can i make a special situation maybe we're all going to pray in the living room this year and this is going to be the year when we do it even though we usually go off in our corners in our bedrooms by ourselves. let's make an agreement so do these five steps as best as you can i'm just going to say them one last time one rejoice number two recommit Number three, revise. If you can't revise it, try to replace it with something similar, or who knows, even better, or just remove it if it's completely undoable or irrelevant in this time. So I hope you guys really, really um, enjoyed that and it helped you. Um, The situation is challenging right now, but there's plenty of things we can do, guys. We are not helpless. We are not out of control. And so let's take the control that we do have and let's really just refocus and rejuvenate ourselves. And look forward to Ramadan. And so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you and keep all of you safe wherever you are. Don't forget to keep messaging me. And don't forget tomorrow at 1.30 I'm having the live session on Zoom. The link will be below. I hope to talk to all of you soon. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.